on State Street, across from the historic Chicago Theater. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurka, live from the old National Bank State Street studio on WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Great to be back. Yurka and I haven't been together for a show in a couple of weeks. Black and Abdallah here. They're on tonight, 6 to 8. Waddle and Sylvie up at two. We're going to cross talk in an hour. Mellor's in, I believe, uh, the rest of the week with Tommy Waddle because Sylvie's uh, on vacation with the fam in Mexico. Having a good time, soaking up some sun. Good for him. Had a lot of Bears calls, NFL stuff. We've talked about the DeMar Hamlin situation, how scary it was to watch that unfold last night and how uh, serious you knew the events were when you saw the reaction of the players. Uh, Players don't act that way on the field unless something is really wrong. I mean... Uh, Yurko can attest. I mean, you guys are just uh, accustomed to a certain amount of injury. Uh, you know, it's a physically violent, brutal sport. And you're just, you're, you're sort of conditioned to, you know, guys get hurt and you move the drill. That's why you knew it was something more than just, oh, this is a concussion or a bad knee. or a, I mean, you know, when, when guys are tearing up on the field, you don't see that. Uh, that doesn't happen. That's not normal. And then we come to find out, well, yeah, it's it's serious, all right, uh, the the Poor young man had to be resuscitated. And thank goodness for all those medical personnel and the trainers and everybody else who had to administer CPR. And uh, his heart stopped. I mean, it is really frightening and really scary. I read something this morning. So they were talking to a cardiologist and said, well, what could happen? You know, the guy said it's like a, like a million to one shot. He goes, what could happen is an impact like that in between beats can send the heart into that like AFib, I guess, right? That's where they said yes. Like so, just think about the randomness of that. If it's even just a couple inches to the right or left, you're talking about a sternum or a shoulder, and yeah, maybe he's hurt, but okay. Or if if it if the heart weren't in between beats, like that's how weird and wild that whole thing was. It was, I'm telling you, one of the scarier things you're going to see when you realize that it was much more than just well, he got his bell rung and he got knocked unconscious. That's bad enough. You know, I mean, you you hate seeing stuff like that. You hate seeing Tua on that same field six, seven weeks ago, whenever it was, with his poor hands up in the air and his finger like, geez, what's going on? But last night was like next level. When you see that that type of reaction from those players and the personnel on the field, you you knew it was something that was really, really serious. Now the league tries to figure this out. Well, not an easy task, and they've already yeah. said they will not be resuming that game this so week. So here's another scenario for you. I'm the Miami general manager. I'm the Miami football team president. How much can you have faith now that uh, going forward that Tua Tungalova is going to be able to be healthy? I don't know how you can. He's not going to play this week. No, no, I get it. I understand. Yeah, I don't know. No fault of his own. He's suffered concussions. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I go, but what happens from this point on with Tua and the Miami Dolphins? Don't know. I don't know how you – he's another hit away from maybe never playing again. It's got nothing to do with trust. It's got nothing to do with anything. All it's got to do is can he physically – Handle it. It sucks. And now with all the knowledge that you have of concussions, you might be right. And what happened between the NFLPA and the NFL? And you remember the Hunter Hillemeyer story, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And if that situation still is till today, that to his career ends, right? The only guaranteed money he got was the signing bonus money. And after that, nothing. What if in the offseason they decide Tua can't be our quarterback and they move on? Who's going to sign Tua? Mm, I don't know, man. But the next hit maybe being his last. That's the dilemma, and that's the problems with the concussions. And there's really no easy but, out but for that the was, NFL. But that was always the problems with concussions. It was always the problems. 
That's why the players could never fess up because they knew they'd be done with the league. Mm-hmm. The, the agreement between the players and the players association is if your career ends, right, because of a non-surgical issue, right, which obviously was put into place because of concussions. A crafty lawyer, yes, put that in place. Crafty lawyer, but a crafty, not so crafty. NFLPA association who's supposed to be there to protect the players. How in God's name would you allow that? Okay, it wasn't always in place. It wasn't always in there? No, it was put there Mm. for a specific reason. To protect the league away from it. And they'll tell you that that's the way we do business. Mm. And that's the way it is. But I worry for Tua. That's my... for sure. I worry for Tua. Because when you get the reputation as a guy that has concussions, and now you can't play for three, four weeks, then I can't have you as my quarterback. You were off last week. It's, I'm glad you brought it up because me, Sylvia, and I talked about it a little bit. Um, you didn't get a chance to. Yeah, we said some of the same things la- early it's last the cruel week. Like it, world, man. It's cruel. It man. sucks. It really does. Uh, it sucks for Tua. I, I, I don't see how you could play him again this year. I don't think they are, right? Didn't McDaniel sort of hint that they probably weren't going to be able to play him this week? I don't know how you can do he, that. He was asked on his status, and he said that he's getting better. But, like, there's no playing status. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be shocked if he plays this week. And then, yeah, the offseason will be, you know, you wonder how they kind of handle that. And it does suck for Tua. What if you're his family? What are you trying to say or convince him well, of? He's got I don't a young know. brother, right? He's got a young yes, brother. In Maryland. Plays. Yes. In Maryland, yes. Yeah, it's it sucks. Let's go to uh, LaGrange Bob on ESPN 1000. Hey, Bob. Uh, good, good evening. I can't believe what you guys are saying. At one time, I had field number 13 and passing touchdowns. He hasn't thrown a lot, but he has thrown some. He can pass. All right, LaGrange so Bob, I, what is it that you don't believe? Specific. What do I think? What? Yeah, what is it that you don't believe? You said you can't believe. No, you're well, saying that he should talking. get traded. He should get traded. That's not what I you, said. You gotta, Bob, you, Bob, you, Bob, listen good, to the skill. Good, good. All ahead, I did was I threw a scenario out there. He gave you a scenario. Okay. I gave you a scenario. That's all I did. I go, what I, if they don't believe? I go, would you can, be interested in a Justin Fields, uh, Devontae Adams trade? Go ahead. Not, not, you've never seen anybody like Fields before in your life in That's Chicago at quarterback. Not, oh, in Chicago. In Chicago at quarterback, Chicago. Yeah. Oh, in Chicago. But I've seen, I've seen Randall <laughs> Cunningham. I've seen Michael so, Vick. I've seen Lamar Jackson. I've seen Josh Allen. I've seen not, Carson Wentz quarterbacks that can run and our weapons with running. Yes, I've seen those Josh, quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes, I have. Thank you. Josh Allen can't run like Fields in his best days. Oh, he can Fields. run. Uh, would, but he can I, run. I might. Yeah, I just so can run. Yeah, right. Josh Allen's pretty special. Yeah, make, Made the comparison. Made the comparison. He'll run away from those guys. I've already made comparisons for you. Okay. I've named okay, 10 but, different quarterbacks. You fixated on Josh Allen, which is fine. Well, he throws out interceptions also, I yes, think. Yes, he does. Nobody said it. Yes, okay, he does. Okay, so what, what no, is he seeing? He He's not under, seeing the field? He come, well, does Buffalo want to trade him for Devontae Adams? You're not well, comparing. You know, you're not comparing Justin Fields right now to Josh Allen, are you, Bob? I mean, for real. Like you're no, not doing. No, that. I have no guy that brought up Josh Allen. Can, can, can I ask both of you guys a question? Sure. He get two sec. He get two seconds to pass, man. One, two, and the, and they they own him. Stop. That's, Nobody that's passed not with true two either. seconds. That's not true. Either. Oh really? Oh that's really? That's not true either. Yes. Oh, he get a lot of time. No, he got a great line. There's line-up. a statistic Please. that's out there. All these statistics are kept by the NFL. Carm. At what okay. point was it that he had the ball for three point four seconds? I think it's changed early in the, the year. It was, yes. Yeah, it was the longest in the league. But some of that is because. Listen, I'm going to bring up a thousand different scenarios. Okay, this is my job. Yeah, we're bringing up scenarios. This is what I'm trying to do. 
I need conversation. Good, I want to talk to people. We just talked to Lagrange Bob. Take it's the all call, Lagrange Bob. It's all Bob. good. We're just. I'm we're, not telling you this is what the Bears should do. I'm going to throw something against the wall and see if people either like it or they don't like it. Lagrange Bob, you don't like it. We're spitballing. Uh, I wouldn't do it personally. Carmen wouldn't. No, I threw it out there. I don't know if I would. Or I wouldn't. I do wonder, like, reading that line from Bigsy's column that I read to you guys about, like, you know, when Bigsy just sort of puts it, he sneaks it in there. You know, like, I'm not sure they feel the same way as the rest of us do. Like, you know, usually coming from a position of knowledge, and he's got a lot of knowledge about the Bears, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if uh, they're married or or, or convinced or not, I've I've grown to really – Maybe I'm just falling in love with the athleticism yeah. and all the running. I, I'm the first to tell you that's, uh, and I've been saying it all year. As exciting as it is, it's no way to do business in the NFL. You got to throw from the pocket. But I think I've seen some improvement from him where I can believe, and that if he is surrounded and, with more and, talent, and, that you could you right. could have a quarterback that you can go out there and win with. Better offensive line, better wide receivers, of, right? Yeah. Better linemen, better wide receivers. Yeah. But the improvement still needs to continue. It does. It needs to continue. It does. That's He's all. far from a finished product. And at times with Josh Allen, it needs to continue, too. But I've seen Tom Brady throw four interceptions and a half. Yeah. Come on. Tom Brady's probably the greatest quarterback that ever played in the NFL. I watched Tom Brady throw four interceptions and a half in his prime against the Denver Broncos. Okay. So anytime you play I the quarterback position, yes. So I mean, come on. How about that team I'm winning the division? Oh, what the heck? Hey, who do we have there? Sound like he was backing up. What the heck's going on? He was backing up. Let's try Big Lou first, and we'll see if Bob gets his phone straight now. Big, Big Lou, Lou in Chicago Heights. What up, Big Lou? All right. He is the most dynamic thing in sport right now, and I'm gonna tell you, I, I agree with that. As a quarterback, he's an incredible running back. There's there's things that he leads the NFL in. He leads the NFL in quarterback for rushing. But he also, uh, also kind of best action of holding the ball, sacks, and fumbles. Those things he led in college, that has not changed. And in college, he had one of the best offensive lines in college. And he, they led the, uh, he led college in sacks. So those things haven't gone away since he's been in the NFL. Okay, you could give him better, give, give him better talent around him. But he, you know, the, I'll tell you, there was an interception he threw. Uh, at, uh, against, at, against Green Bay, where he hesitated twice to throw the ball. And they blamed it on Equiminius St. Brown. It needed but to he be hesitated. I get it, but it needed to be blamed on Equiminius St. Brown. He yeah. took an hour and a half to turn around. Yeah. He sure. stutter stepped so many times instead of plant, come back to the football. I feel you like that continue one to come back to the football. The second one was on him. I didn't feel like the first yeah. one against Green Bay. No, I like that. Uh, Big Lou, thanks. The one that Jair intercepted, I like that throw. It was there yeah. to his guy. His guy wasn't coming back to the football. You need yeah. to be coming back to the football. This is the NFL. Yes. You got to come back to the ball and get it. Uh, the fumbles are a problem. They're always a problem to a certain degree with running quarterbacks, but they're right. a problem. Just so people can hear it. You criticize Jimmy Garoppolo when he's in the pocket because of his ball protection. Yes. Jimmy Garoppolo fumbles way too many times. He does. And a lot less he than He doesn't Justin. protect the ball. Okay? That's a criticism of Jimmy Garoppolo for those that never hear criticism of any other quarterbacks. It's the truth. He fumbles yeah. the ball too damn much because he doesn't protect the ball when he's in the pocket in traffic. Justin has, I think it's 28 fumbles already. In the, fumbles. In the, that's a lot of fumbles, a lot of fumbles in two years, right? That's a lot. But of how fumbles. did you lose? You well, know, you, I don't you know. Up, but you end I, up blowing a handful. You're blowing up a handful of plays. But boy, that, the ball's on the ground a lot. Right. I mean, twenty eight is. But a if you put them on twenty eight and you only turned over the ball seven times, 
Yeah, but then there's some randomness so to that. Isn't yeah, well, there? I'll say this, though. That, that fumble that he had against the Lions that he lost, at yeah. that point, the rest of the team gave up. Yeah. So he's out there running for his life, getting hit from behind, losing a fumble. It goes down as a stat against him. I think he the do, rest of the team gave up I, against the Lions. That might be Chris, but he also has to be more aware. In but that but situation, he he like. at at points here in the second half of the season when the team was actually trying to play, and the offensive line was trying, and the offense was actually trying. He was he was better with the football this year. He didn't turn the football over like he did last year. But but in yes. in the contest where he has had zero help, you're right. It was bad. But I mean, that was one of the most pathetic efforts well, I've ever effort, seen from a Bears team the, in my entire life. The effort was bad. Well, you missed the two fifty burgers a couple of handfuls a year. Was, was it as bad as what we saw worse, against the Lions? Worse players not. You forgot participating. about it. You I didn't forget about, about it. it. Well, you don't. You, the, every well, play. It's in the conversation. Every play isn't as distinct. As the 50 burgers were in back-to-back weeks. I'd say it goes down as, like, the most disappointing effort since, like, 13, since that second, uh, what was his name? Uh, Trustman season. Yeah, Mark Trustman. It was bad. It was a bad look. They had some bad games against Foxy, some really bad games, and they didn't look quite as bad as I would argue that you you could spin this into a conversation where – the other games that were in this conversation happened with a coach that we knew was a dead man walking. Right. And it may be worse that they are playing like this for a first-year head coach at the end of the season. I think the reality is a lot of these guys know they're not going to be here. Well, at least we haven't seen a ton of it under Eberflus. Maybe that's something that you could say. I I just think there's no excuse to not give effort. I get that, but this team is so... The effort they had against Philadelphia was phenomenal. Yeah, it was very good. I mean, that was a game where they came out and they played. The effort for a half against Buffalo was good. They ended up getting run over by a team that is exponentially better than them. I mean, you know, it, it, but it, and then Sunday just looked bad because the effort looked, the effort just wasn't there. And then that is a bad look. Three one two three three two three seven seven. This all stems from whether we just want Justin Fields to play this Sunday or not. I don't know that I That's do. Where this I, I don't, all stems I, from. I don't want him to play Sunday. I don't know that you gain anything from it, to be honest. And the only thing that you might gain is if he goes out and he plays great and you get a win that drops you to potentially fourth, you'd be kicking yourself. I'm not against it, him not playing. And I think you got the perfect excuse with the hip not to play him. A hip, a shoulder, a foot. I'd say the hip would be the, the thing that caused some lack of mobility. But i got to come in here at work post-game after this game against Minnesota. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Do you really? I'm not looking forward Just to it. Just take it off. Take the I can't. i got to be here. I made a commitment. The commitment was for the whole year. I'm here. I see what you're doing. Well, I made a commitment. Uh, we'll get back out to your Bears and NFL calls coming up. we got uh, we got full lines. It's a, it's a Bears Tuesday, Eric, after the holiday. Yeah. Uh, a lot of hammering and God, over I didn't know me throwing out one scenario. Justin Fields. For Devontae Adams was going to cause people to go haywire. Oh, yes, you did. Stop it. Of course you did. Jeez, come on. Be realistic. we got people who think uh, Justin Fields is better than Trevor Lawrence, for crying out loud. Oh, boy. That's silliness. I remember when that started in the middle of the season. We tried to squash that early on. But I like Justin. I do. I I, I I like becoming a believer. Like, I really like him. I do, too. I I think the Bears, but, but. But this is what I hear, too. And Carm- We're up against the clock again. I'll give you my thought. Yeah, I'll give you the thought I have. That said, I'm taking Justin Trevor Lawrence every day. day. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. 
Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Bears are going to wrap the season Sunday at Soldier Field against the Vikings. The Vikings no longer have much to play for after taking it on the chin in Green Bay. I was on the wrong side of that one, Yerk. Uh, yeah, I don't see, uh, we got full phone lines. I don't see Viking Scott anywhere. You know, he made a bet with Sylvie last week. Did he? If the Vikings make the Super Bowl, he gets to come in and host one day with Sylvie. Yerko. Uh, and I bet him like a fool this weekend. They, they, but I you know, I do too, of yeah. course. And yeah. I explained how you and Vikings got to go back thirty something years. Right. You guys high school. Well, you went to the opposite uh, high school. I went to the other high school. I was friends with his old man too, Red Angel. Yeah. Oh, good golfer. And I love Scott. And I love busting his balls like I do all the Viking fans. But I'll tell yeah. you, the Vikings. You know, and I think he called because he's like, "You guys and your Pythagorean this and that." Yeah. <laughs> do you realize that the Minnesota Vikings are? A minus nineteen in points differential, yeah. and they're twelve and four. Their Pythagorean expectancy has them as a four eighty eight team. That's a that's seven point eight wins. They're twenty eighth in overall DVOA. Twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Are you ready for this? The Minnesota Vikings are a minus six hundred and eighty six in yards differential. They have been outgained by nearly seven hundred yards this season. So why do we say the Vikings are a fraud? That's why. And that performance on Sunday, and I know they had a key injury on their own line, yada, yada, yada. A lot of teams deal with injuries. That's why the Minnesota Vikings are a fraud. Yeah. Worst case, they are a fraud. I give you. Uh, who's there, who's not are. a fraud after they're 4-8? and eight? The Packers the, the are Packers. not. Yeah, they're not a fraud. Worst case scenario for a lot of uh, sports luminaries in this town that like to talk to talk if the Packers qualify for the May, uh, the playoffs and they get to the Super Bowl. Uh, well, who would that suck for? After they were written off for dead. I don't know, but he sits in that chair over by you from 2 to 6. Oh, Sylvie? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's true. He was between like, him he and was, Big Cat. Yeah. Between him and Big Cat. That's a good point. They had the it, whole dog. They had the whole dog. That's the, true. The headstone was up. It's his nightmare. Casket was in the grave for the Green Bay Packers. And they started covering him with dirt. And they said, oh, like the Undertaker back in the days. Yeah. Remember the wrestler? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. It's oh, no, his nightmare. No. That's true. And Big Cat's Best nightmare. Best case scenario for both of those guys are the Packers to lose. Yeah, and the Lions. And yeah. then you can go ahead and start putting a little bit of dirt on them. But they're not dead by any stretch of the imagination. The, the Lions need help, not just a win, right? That's an important yeah, note. The Lions need Seattle to lose. Yeah. And then they got flexed into the Sunday night game at Lambeau. And if they were to win, they'd get in. The Packers get in with a win, right, Yerk? Yes, Straight Packers win. win and they're in. Boy, it's Jacksonville a nightmare Jacksonville wins Sylvie. and they're in. It's a nightmare. Jacksonville wins and they're in. Monday nighter, I believe. Is it Sunday nighter or Monday nighter? No, no Saturday, Saturday nighter. Night. Saturday nighter. Saturday night. Jayville wins and they're in. And the Titans are starting Josh Dobbs. Yeah, yeah. and the Packers win and they're in. Those are the two winning in scenarios can, that I know And about. can you believe our guy did it again? Why do we ever doubt him? Mike Tomlin is back to 500. They, now, they, they need a lot of week. help. And they need, they got to win. win. Yeah. They've got to win, but they're at home against the Browns, and they need help. But can you believe the Steelers could still make the playoffs? 
Eight weeks ago, they looked like the worst team in football. Kenny Pickett looked like he looked like a terrible quarterback at the beginning of the year. But Remember now T.J. Watt is back, and 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 uh, you're right. Pickett has and, gotten and, better. And, Mitch and Kenny Pickett helped them a little bit. By no stretch of the imagination is anything fantastic. He's Boy, barely you. serviceable. He's barely serviceable, which will go tell you how bad he was earlier in the year. I don't know how much above Mitch he is, to be honest. Yeah. Now, the, 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 the thing that sucks for Mitch, and I'm not here to pile on him. I'm not. But Don't pile on Mitch. What's going to suck for them is that Baltimore game where he had to come in and he threw the three picks is brutal. It's brutal because yeah. Mitch actually did some good things in that game. But he just made like three Mitch decisions. It's two of them, especially in the red zone. You're like, oh no, Mitch. He pulled a Mitch. Oh my God. And like that could come back to haunt them. They could have they could have won that game. In Pittsburgh, they call Brutal. it you Mitched it up. Brutal. <laughs> you Mitched it up. Oh God. I don't know. Do we want to go to Eddie on the north side? Go to Eddie like, on the last north week side. Eddie wanted more Lowry Marketing and less uh, yeah. field. Sylvie and I yeah. were killing him. Out of love, of course, because we yeah. love Eddie. God only knows where this is gonna go. Eddie, what's going on, buddy? How are you, Eddie? Boys, <laughs> how are you? What's hey, up? how's it going? Good. So, everybody's talking about the Raiders. So, why don't we pick up David Carr then? Trade Justin no and get a draft pick for him. I don't want David Carr. He's like, I don't want David Carr. He's either. too old. Hey, to, hey, but, he, hey, we're talking about Jared Goff, and you guys are talking about. Well, maybe they won't go that direction. Look at the season the guys had. I mean. Unbelievable! He, he's got that the offense running like a fine-tuned machine. Who, uh, at, at home, home. At, at home, home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not, still not a big fan. At, at home, he's got him running like a fine-tuned machine. On the road, they're not good. They're not good. I know, not we're good talking about two years of a quarter of a quarterback. What happened, Eddie? What happened? I don't know, Eddie. We lost you there. Well, like in the construction he wants David zone. Carr, guys. He wants to. He no. said Derek, didn't he? No, he said David. Oh, he did. Oh, David. And you said David. I, too, I want but... David. I want David. Uh, he golf. confused me. Golf I'm the one who he loves wants, David. He wants a, co- a QB combo of golf and David Carr. Golf. <laughs> I thought he said Derek Carr. My bad. Oh, by the way, Jared Goff did something no Bears quarterback has ever done in the history of the Chicago Bears. Mm. He threw for four thousand yards. Oh yeah, that please. I mean, the, the twenty nine. 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions, four to one touchdown pass to interception <laughs> ratio. I mean, that the Bears and still. We killed him. That they we're killing we're Jared killing Goff, him. saying he's a terrible quarterback. He can't play. There's no future in him. He doesn't like to play in the cold weather either. No, I'll tell you that I for sure. I still wouldn't yeah. really trust Jared, uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, anyway. I wouldn't trust um, Jared Goff to take the toilet water out. Uh, and uh, it is sickening that the Bears still are, don't have a 4,000 yard passer. I mean, it's just. It's the ineptitude of this franchise, like I said. Minus. A couple of outlier seasons, yep. 95 Eric Craig, uh, 2012 Tressman's first year, Cutler and, and Marty Bennett. And, Jimmy, uh, and, Jim and, Miller and, uh, had a year, didn't uh, he? B. Marsh. Uh, yeah, but not like the, not, nothing that you're going to Nothing like 3,800, 3,200. No. I got you. That they don't have a 4,000-yard passer. This team just can't figure it out. Some teams have three 4,000-yard passers. Oh, yeah. Not like same quarterback, three different seasons? No, like three different. Yeah. Sure. I bet you a lot of franchises do. Yeah, I know. It's just sickening. That's right. Maybe Justin Fields will get there eventually. That's what I'm hoping. Paulie's in Lake Forest. What up, Paulie? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You got great, it. Great, uh, great discussion today. Thanks. I prayed for the kid last night. I prayed for him this morning. He did get a vaccine on the 26th. I don't believe in coincidence. That's not why I called, okay? I don't even know what that means. Um, but... Justin Fields... First of all, you're, you're yeah. the pro here. Look yeah. at the tape. That play where he had to run out, 
of bounds on the three yard line, and he was totally gassed and had a oh, yeah. lean up against the stanchion. Yep. Comet, Comet was open over the middle. He was open by six yards in the end zone in the middle. He was. Every time he completes a pass, the guy's either got to jump up for it, they can't move on. It's not in a position where they can get yards after catch. The guy's not a QB. He's Debo Samuel more, more than um, Lamar Jackson. Now, you trade him. This is how you build up this team. You trade him, you get a couple starters, a couple draft picks. You trade the pick you got, you get a couple starters, you get a couple draft picks. That gets you going on the, uh, on the right route. You buy a quarterback in two or three years instead of giving Fields $40 million in three years. Here's what concerns me, though. These were the three people that were in the room that picked the coaches for the Bears this year, other than Bill Polian was the fourth, and they did not listen to him except for uh, signing the head coach. The first guy was Ed McCaskey. Here's what he knows about football. Isn't Ed dead? Or whatever, whichever McCaskey it was, that's still alive. If that was in the room, that'd be George, something. Yeah, George McCaskey. George McCaskey. So here's all George McCaskey knows about football. To, to drink a 12-pack during a game, you got to have three beers a quarter. The second guy was Ted Phillips. He doesn't know a football from a, from a bocce ball, and he's only there to protect the heirs. The third person in the room, and I'm not making this up, man. You can look this up was a woman named Tanisha Wade, who's in charge of equity, diversity, and equality. Um, I don't know who's going to be in the room when they make the draft picks this year. Polls will be included with those three people. But I don't know I, if I, I have confidence in those three people. I, I hope Polls is in there. <laughs> Paulie, thanks. I would uh, assume it would be Polls, his staff, and Eberflus. Uh, yes, that's right. And then if you're thinking about a certain position and you want the coach in, the positional coach in on it, then you're bringing the positional coach in, too. Did you read the reports last week about Kevin Warren potentially getting... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. that's big, man. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, I... For, for the business of the Bears, right. for the stadium and all right. that. Ted like, Phillips is retiring. Yes, correct. And you've got a project that's happening up in Arlington Heights, possibly. And this guy helped Until build Until they break what... ground, I don't believe anything. they got to mm-hmm. break ground for me to believe things. Shovels in the ground? Yes. Yeah. Be, Ribbon uh, cutting ceremony. Ribbon cutting. Maybe yes. we'll do Well, who knows? I can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, all right, back to your uh, phone calls coming up. Boy, I mean, I feel like we haven't even acknowledged Donovan Mitchell's 71 last night. That was, Great that game. was some performance. Great game. Yeah. Oh, I went to look. You know what? I went to look at, at Donovan Mitchell. How many times you went to the line? I'm going to do that oh, right now. Oh, God, it had to be... 25, right? How many times did he stay behind that line after shooting the ball? <laughs> Why can't you Patrick expect, Hey, Do you expect competent officiating from NBA officials? I don't know if I expect it from anybody. I watched anymore. LeBron pick the ball up, walk three steps, and put the ball back down. Did, I'm just talking I, in a coming over half court. And did, they didn't call thing. Did you watch the Michigan TCU game? I don't know how we can expect competent officiating anywhere anymore. Yeah. And maybe it's just because we see everything. There's more cameras, more replay, more technology, social media. It's everywhere. Like, officials stink. The, the officiating in the Michigan-TCU game was atrocious. And I don't have, I don't give two blanks about Michigan, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, but how that's not targeting is beyond me. I, dis- I, I, don't, want, I despise Michigan. Dinner, dinner plans, and they're like, we need to get out of here. I mean, like, uh, are you kidding me? Well, if we're talking about that game, uh, Michigan should have scored a touchdown, well, and they took the that off the board. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that was the most that ridiculous call I've ever seen. That's the other thing. 
It completely changed that, the game. It completely rule, okay. changed because they turned it over on the next play. That rule needs to go away in college football. Yeah, you're, you're down, down if it's, you're not touched. Like that's a be a completely. Let's just but come I, on, just make it like the pros, and you're down if you're touched. But I'm yeah yeah that and that's a good conversation. But I'm not biased here. Like I don't like Michigan. I wasn't cheering for Jim Harbaugh, but that's ridiculous. That that's not I, the, 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 so officiating. Yurko stinks everywhere, and why can't Patrick Williams? Box out a guy four inches smaller than him with the game on the line. That's what I'd like to know. Who's Billy Donovan is pacing that sideline well, beside Pat, himself. Pat Williams, 44? Yes. He, he's got to continue. He's got to move his feet. Oh, my God. got to move your feet. You just can't go in there and get caught hey, watching. Come on. All right, we got to take a break. More of your Bears calls coming up next. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Carmen and York back. Happy New Year, everybody. Waddle and Sylvie uh, down in about 25 or so. We'll cross-talk with them in a little bit. Meller's in for Sylvie. He's off this week on vacation with the fam. Let's go to Jimmy Crystal Lake. Let's talk Bears NFL with us. Jimmy, what up? Guys, how's it going? Uh, Happy New Year, and thanks for taking my call. You got it. So I got a, I got a couple things to share since I was on hold for so long. But um, So I had an 18 parlay over the weekend, and oh, that, no. that Philadelphia Eagle team is the only one I lost. That that uh, that game just baffled me. Uh, eight game stinger. That's, oh, that's eight why those eight right, gamers are tough right. to hit, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. But um, I wanted to uh, share that you know for the first time in a long time, normally about this time of year, I feel like we just wasted another Bears year. I just feel like at the end of the season for the last decade or so. I just feel like, oh, God, another Bears season is wasted. But I don't feel that way this year. I feel pretty damn good about it, about everything, and I feel good about Justin Fields. So with that being said, I'm, I'm going to throw in my last little piece here, trying to go with what Yurko's talking about is trading Justin Fields. I don't believe in it, but um, Houston needs a quarterback. So we send them Justin Fields to Houston. We get their two first-rounders, and we got three first-round picks. And you can do whatever you want with those. Get Devontae Adams if you feel that way. But I don't think that's so far-fetched, knowing that they need a quarterback. Yeah, but, I, but again, I don't know that you're getting and, – and, Jimmy, thanks for the call. I don't know that Justin Fields is netting you two first-round draft picks. If you're trading yeah. for Matthew Stafford, I get it. Mm-hmm. Now, Matthew Stafford's far from a perfect quarterback. Right. Don't get me wrong. Matthew Stafford had a decade's worth of play and statistics in this league, and, and, and the Rams felt – strong enough to say, yes, we'll do that. Russell Wilson has been an abject failure this year, don't get me wrong, but you understand Russell Wilson getting two first-round drafts. They gave up two first-round picks, right? Yes. For Russell Wilson. Yes. And you understand that because he's Russell Wilson. Justin Fields hasn't done anything. I mean, uh, I love the, uh, the... I like Justin Fields, don't get me wrong. The athleticism, phenomenal. He's fun to watch, all that. Nobody's trading two first-round picks for Justin Fields. No. That's why I went with a player. That's more realistic. And then if you, you were use your second it. round pick on a quarterback. Mm. You know, your yeah, second then, uh, pick in the draft on a quarterback. Or, or your second pick in the draft. Right. Your second pick in the draft. The one that you have, oh. number two. Well, you don't forget that's like that's you know, you, you traded yours to Pittsburgh. Remember that. The the Claypool trade. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the first pick in the second round now. Oh, what are you talking about? Then? I'm talking about the second pick in the draft. 
Oh, you're the saving. The Bears I have. Gotcha. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Because yeah, you that's don't have them that. including that pick. Right. You think you could do no. it player for player. I think you can do it player for player. Could you really? Sure you can. It's inexpensive, even though they take the one-year cap hit. If they believe, you know, Justin Fields is their guy, the, okay. the dynamics. So when you still have the second had, overall pick. They've okay. had a theoretical passer, Carm. They've had one in car. Yes. You know, a guy that can really throw the ball and can do this and they can do that. They're disappointed with him. They don't like him. Right. They send him Maybe home. they want the new age quarterback. This is what we want. We want the guy that can run, can throw, can make a broken play into something positive. That's maybe what they want. They might and, also, and that's all I'm saying. They, I think the odds of this happening are less than 1%. They're like, minuscule. Three years ago, okay? we're, we're learning that before Brady went to Tampa, it was like almost a done deal that he was going to Vegas. And now his guy Josh McDaniels is there. So what if their answer at quarterback is Brady? But he's not a long-term answer. That's he's not true. even one-year answer. They're not ready to win. That's why it makes sense with a younger quarterback that's got two years of experience. I don't know, Brady, Younger Monte quarterback, Adams. two years of experience, dynamic with Josh Jacobs, triple threat coming out of the backfield. They didn't even pick up Jacobs' option. They have to sign Jacobs now, right? Because they didn't pick up his fifth year, I don't think. You're right. I don't think they did. They, the only thing they can do is franchise them. In the, well, I guess, yeah, you could the do The amount that. of money franchise. at the quarterback position is only going to be about $10 million. Running, running back. Yeah, that's true. Right? So does that kill you? No. Franchise, average of the top 10 salaries for the running back? It's your best deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, if you got to franchise someone, if you can get them to play on it, you're not, not eating up a huge portion of your cap because the salaries just aren't that high. And as somebody told me the other day when I kept saying no, no, no on players they wanted to bring in, they go, Yurko, you got to spend money on something. And it's true, because there's a basement in the NFL. There is. But you can sign a bunch of one-year contracts with guys to get up to that basement if you had to. Let's see, where should we go next? Look who's on the line, our buddy Albert on the Stevenson. We haven't talked to Albert in forever. Happy New Year, Albert. Happy New Year, my buddy. <laughs> What's up, bud? Well, I'm still alive. Well, that's good. Wonderful. Thank good. I mean, thank yep. goodness. Welcome aboard. What do you yes. got for us today, my friend? Yeah, it's, uh, you know what, you see, Chicago teams, you know, I'm crying for them, you know, because I've, you guys know my the way I feel about Chicago teams. You know, I would be glad for Justin Fields to go to a place where he would do well, yeah. because I don't think this team is ready to win. Because they don't have the fundamental things right. The offensive line is bad, the defensive line is bad. They're not ready to win a game. They should, this guy should be, they should send him to a place where he will do well. 20 uh, new players will be here next year, Albert. That's, I guess, what I could tell you. That's what you have to believe in. Roughly, right? You're about 20 new players. Uh, next year, yeah, I said it could be as high as 26 this uh, next year. Wow, you have the roster yeah. for crying Well, out. you're going to replace the bottom half of your roster for sure. I mean, if those young players played well enough, they'll be back, right? But then they'll replace a veteran guy that well, didn't right, have right. as good of a year that was much more expensive. Like that whole D line could be. I could guess be. Muhammad maybe stays, although I've been underwhelmed by him. Who, he's an Eberflus guy. He's the, whoever Eberflus brings in, he'll have a second year. Yeah. So yeah. like Muhammad will be back, I guess. But I, there, there are going to be a lot of different faces, man. A lot. At, especially at your first two levels of the defense. All right, last year, non-exclusive franchise tag value running back was nine million five hundred seventy-nine million. Ten now, million, close to ten million, right? He might hold out, but tight end eleven million. You're right. Um, kicker punter, uh, kicker punter is almost worth 
half of what a running back is. That's where people have gone crazy in the kicker and punters. Yeah, but it also goes to show you what uh, they value, what they think about running backs. 750,000 tops for a kicker <laughs> or a punter. <laughs> you can't get away with 750,000 sure tops. 100%. I'd pay Tucker, I guess. That's about it. 750 each. Thunderfoot. Yeah. <laughs> and his long snapper, 750. <laughs> You're funny. But that shows you what we've always said about uh, running backs. Jericho and I saw the running back market years ago. We, we saw into the future. Normally we're wrong. This time we were right. We're happy fi- to be fi- right. Fifteen years ago we saw into the, We saw it. You could see it. We, we, somehow we had a vision. We did. We said, Yo, don't I, pay running backs. And all I'm in 16 million. They should break that down per position. Yeah, they should, right? Should be tackles, should be guards, should be a center. Yeah. Because that's a little bit off. You got guards getting paid a lot of money when they're not as valuable as a tackle. I'm sorry. Tackle's more It's valuable. me being honest. Yeah. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. We're going to beat this to a dead horse this weekend. Uh, this week, I know it, going into week 18, like what the Bears should do with fields. Tomorrow will be interesting. Let's see what they say about... You know, his injury status. I think he's going to play. I do. I don't think it's a good idea with the injuries that he's dealing with right now. I'm not sure why Claypool played. He's got a bad knee. He was barely out there. They targeted him once. He's throwing a tantrum on the sideline. Yeah. I'll tell you. Mike Tomlin I, knew what he was doing. I, I liked it when it happened because I remember that rookie season. Yeah. I really, I remember it. Now, it doesn't matter if I'm wrong. I'm going to slap Johnny on the radio. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, Claypool could be. It matters if Ryan Poles flubs it. That's what matters. That the Bears are sending potentially the 32nd pick. Because remember, um, yes. somebody doesn't have a pick. Miami Dolphins. Miami doesn't have a pick. Tampering. That the Bears are potentially sending the 33rd pick to the Steelers for Chase Claypool right now. Ouch. And maybe you're right. That Mike Tomlin was more than happy to be like, you know what? You had double-digit touchdowns as a rookie. Thanks. See ya. I I, I don't even know why they're the problem playing was him, they got though. to know I, Chase Claypool. That's what eesh. happened. Bad. We should play the exchange. I know it's the best. Well, Chase still, we, we mentioned out there. it when they tried. Well, maybe practices will be better if you know we played some music. Hey, Chris, can you find that from a few years ago, Chris? When. Claypool was complaining about, you know, like they didn't get to play the music they wanted. Well, they weren't winning. You know, they're just kind of mediocre. They're 500. And Claypool started to complain about, well, maybe if we were playing music during practice. Tomlin's response. And Tomlin's response to that was. Chris, if you can find that. I mean, it's all, it's just class. It's why we love Mike Tomlin. And the Steelers are like, yeah, okay, we'll trade. And now they're going to get a top 35 pick. Uh, they're, They're smiling. Pittsburgh is very happy. Yeah. And nobody drafts receivers better than them. Nobody. Yeah, it seems it seems like it. But I remember I was excited when it happened because I'm like, okay, restart for the guy, new scenery, change a team, right? Like get him motivated. He had double digit touchdowns as a rookie. I saw it. I witnessed it. He's a freak athletically. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like this is good. This is good. It's been anything but good. It's been a disaster. I, I can only hope, and fingers crossed, Yurko, that the offseason fixes some of it. That they settle him down, that this that this offense kind of grows together a little bit with a full offseason together, that Fields gets better, that he gets better knowing the offense. But sweet Lord, 
It looks bad right now. I don't even know how I went off on that. Oh, I went on that tangent because I'm like, I don't even know why they played him. He's obviously hurt. Yeah, I don't know why you play some of these guys this weekend. And you're the number one pick, believe it or not, is still in play. If you lose and you stay at two, and because the Texans were to lose, fine. Don't fall to four. Listen, they could play Justin Fields and still lose. Uh, They could. They have proven over the course of time they've lost nine in a row. With this defense, no matter how many points you score, this defense is going to give it up. Watch him like now, you know, after this, the hits principle sets in. They were embarrassed. They win. The other two teams lose. Yeah. The Bears pick fourth. Yeah. Watch him go from two to four. Oh, yeah. It'd be just our luck. They'll find a way to destroy it. They destroyed the season, so they'll, they'll find a way. Just our luck. Dan's in Arlington Heights. What's up, Dan? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Boy, what a show you guys have had today. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Unbelievable. A lot of dreaming. A lot of dreaming. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make a couple of points, and I'll hang up. Sure. First of all, um, We've created Justin Fields, and the reason I say that is he was never a runner at Ohio State. He was a thrower. Yeah, now, what, yeah, Getz he was, did yeah. is, what, what Getz he did, he said, oh, you want to score 20, 30 points, and here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to run, we're going to have to run them. Mm. We're going to have to sign certain plays to run. That's the only way we're going to move the football because we'll get them killed if we drop back. They cannot protect the A-gap, and that's the shortest distance to the quarterback. My other point is, Forget uh, Dante Adams, guys. If you're going to trade with the Raiders, you want Crosby, the defensive end. If you're going to do anything crazy that you're all talking about, I know it's 1% and it's radio talking, but mm-hmm. you, you want Crosby. You don't want anything to do with Adams because you need so many players. Yeah, no, it's pass not, yeah, rusher. Crosby's turned into a star. Right. Dan's not wrong. He's there we go, the yeah. pass rusher. They just signed him, though, Dan. I don't know if they'd be as willing to do that. I mean, they'd say, well, why would they be willing to trade Devontae Adams? If they're resetting their own, I don't know. I don't Shane think I, Crosby. I, I can't. I can't imagine they want to trade either, either of them, <laughs> to be honest. That no matter how much they're rebuilding or how bad they are, they just re-signed Max Crosby. Right? They signed him last offseason. Yeah, well, I'm looking He's 25. Up, I'm looking up Shane Crosby, so that would be well, a don't problem. don't look up Shane Crosby. Look up Max Crosby. That would help. If I'm not mistaken, he got his new deal last year, and he's 25 years old. And there, look, like, he's a great story. If you dig into his history, the backstory, uh, his perseverance, I, I just don't know why they'd be in any rush to get rid of someone. He was someone a rookie they, when they went through their, uh, when Antonio Brown flaked out on the, the Raiders. Mm, was he? Remember, I think Crosby was a rookie. He was learning how to play. You might be league. right. I don't, yeah. I don't totally recall. Here, Chris found it. Here, this is the Claypool thing, the back and forth, remember? Yeah, Chase, one of the guys. Well, Mike Tomlin has said this, I think, pretty much all along. I know that uh, the TJ and, and Cam yesterday after the game talked about, you know, practices need to be better. And I understand at the pro level, there's only so much intensity that you guys can, can compete with at this time of year. But what, do you, what can you guys do at practice and what needs to get better at practice in order for the team to improve? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, this is something I've said since I was in college because we never had it. But uh, I think, like, maybe some music would help. But uh, we have music in the in the warm-ups, and that's always fun. People are dancing and having fun. So I think maybe music would make practice a little more fun and a little more up-tempo. Um, that's my one suggestion. But Coach T's been doing this a lot longer I, than I have. So. I know. Chris, find, find Tomlin's response, though. That's the best part. So he wants music. See, find Tomlin's response. He goes, but Coach Tomlin's been doing this for a long time. Tomlin's response is, 
Uh, see if you can find that. Like, uh, I don't know what you'd Google. Like, response to Chase Claypool practice music. It's like seven seconds of pure Mike Tomlin bliss. I mean, it's just. And I remember we played it when it happened a couple of years ago, and we couldn't stop laughing. And we're like, that's why this guy's the best. And somehow he's sitting here with an eight and eight team again. Yeah. Eight and eight team. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. They play good defense, and they do just enough offensively. Yeah, it's not a team oh, that's going to play ugly. for a Super Bowl. Dude, they play yeah. ugly, Eric, they but play somehow. ugly football. I don't. Ugly football. Uh, They're a team whose Pythagorean a... probably would put them at, like. They're a know, minus 52. Yeah, I mean, that would put them at, like, yeah. Six point something wins. Right. They've got eight. Yes. I mean, like, it's just. But he to have a coach like Mike Tomlin. He's mm. great. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, listen, I'm going to throw oh, trade Chris scenarios will find, out there Chris forever. Will find hey, the, uh, forever, I'll put trade <laughs> scenarios out there. Chris will find it's what I like one. to do. Uh, let's go to Chris in Sock Village. What up, Chris? Oh, wait. That, yeah, I got the right line there. Yeah, you got hey, Chris. Bud. Yeah, hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, Great. Let me just, uh, thanks for taking the call. Let me appreciate my saying, uh, you know, last caller, one of Max Crosby, uh, we already got a defensive end from the Raiders that was in his prime. How did that work out for us? Uh, <laughs> oh, hello, Mac. Really. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you know, we, we rode that Mac truck, and the wheels fell off uh, very, very fast. Oh, man. Uh, but I wanted to talk about uh, so the Yerko proposal that he threw against the wall to see if it sucked. What if we change it up a little bit? What if instead of trading fields for Devontae Adams, what if we just – Swap picks and get Devontae Adams. That's what Carmen said. Yeah. And you go get Quentin Johnson from TCU. Now we possibly have one of the best wide receiving cores in the NFL after having nothing. And he had a Kind of like what they had in Miami for Tua, how they brought in uh, in, uh, Hill and they brought in Waddle. Now you give that to Justin Fields, and you use the rest of your picks and the rest of your money that you have in free agency to build the offensive line. You build your defense and go from there. I love Quinn Johnson. Listen, he was he was on full yeah, display uh, yeah. on Saturday night in the national championship game. Chris, thanks. I've seen him in mocks taken before that ninth pick, though. Yeah, he might be. So, but you know how mock drafts are. They're probably never they're never correct with who ends up. You know, uh, guys get picked in different areas yeah. in those mock drafts. Listen, if they can do seven to nine, you know, oh, two, yeah. two to nine, your girl doesn't think that's possible. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. I, Sylvia and I talked about it last You're week. And we both agreed throw, we'd do it. Yeah, but you'd have to throw inventory in 2024 in there. There'd have to be know. some draft inventory know. in 2024. I'm telling you, they would. They would need it. In order to still have a pick in the top right. 10, you'd have to yeah. say, Here, here's Tomlin's response, right? So, this is, so maybe when you say, well, boy, why would the Steelers trade Chase Claypool? Yeah. A little more little, music. A little more music at practice and, and Mike Tomlin the next day. Well, you know, Claypool plays wide out, and I'll let him do that. Um, I'll formulate the practice approach, and I think that division of labor is probably appropriate. Division of labor. <laughs> that division of labor is appropriate. He's the absolute best. Well, you know, Claypool plays wide out, and I'll let him do that. Um, I'll formulate the practice approach, and I think that division of labor is probably appropriate. He's the best, and they're looking right now like, yeah, we told you. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to start a franchise and I can get any coach... It would either mm, be question. Andy Reid, Belichick, Tomlin. Yeah, I right. Think so. Those three guys. I, I, I'm with you. I might be missing somebody. Sean, I mean, like Sean Payton is up there. Okay, I, yeah, he's not coaching right now, but yeah, you're right, Sean Payton. Uh, Harbaugh, I like, but I put those four ahead of John Harbaugh. I think, uh, I think you probably nailed it. I yeah. think it's one of Payton, Andy Reid, Belichick, or Mike Tomlin. Yeah. 
He's just... He's good. He, and he works for an owner that, if he thinks you're a hell of a coach, he doesn't make a difference what's going on. He's, okay. he's going to keep you. Um, all right. We'll uh, cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up. You could sit on uh, the phones. Maybe we'll even sprinkle a few more in. The guys are going to be taking calls all day anyway because there's a lot of bear stuff to talk about. But cross-talk is coming up in two minutes. And Donovan Mitchell has the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have the last word on Carmen and Yurko. This is the 12th 70 point game in NBA history. 71 